buying a concrete box as real estate and renting it out surely can it make as much money it can't make as much money as a house or a unit stay tuned we're going to tell you if they're a good investment to buy storage units Storage Hello, King. Billy Bob. Hey, how are you, the old man in a young man's body? I'm really good. I'm actually quite excited to talk about this because uh, we're both a bit of a fan of storage. I've lost you're your audio. Lost your audio. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're back. You're back. Um, we've, it's a big emerging market and uh, people are often scratching their heads because it's an emerging market. It's a foreign market that we're not used to the last 10, 20 or 30 years in real estate. But there's a lot of money being plugged into storage. People are buying these storage units and they're renting them out or they're, they're using them. Um, what are you seeing out there, Bill? Well, there's two things that I scratch my head over. One is it always seems that there's a lot of people doing it, storage. You've got your yep. you've got your mate who's renting out your lock-up garage for 50 bucks a week and happy to just do a bit of a cashy on the side. And then you've got these these uh, giants like Storage King who have got a multi-million dollar compound where you can drive your truck in, you've got 24 seven access, swipe cards. It's gone really, really technical and um, seem to be doing really well from it. And then everywhere in between. So one, there seems to be a lot of people doing it. And then two, um, there's people that, you know, want it uh, to rent and to, and to buy for so many different reasons. So today we've picked, it, picked this apart. Um, we've shown some trends of people that have bought five or 10 years ago and shown you how much they have not made or they have made uh, to why we've also picked apart why it's doing well in our opinion. Um, you know, because it, it's almost, it's not a joke, but it's almost amusing, you know, when you, when you think to yourself, oh, you know, people really renting that stuff, or they really buying that stuff, you know, yes, this is a real thing, it is, uh, it, it's, and it's a, a lot of people's uh, weekly pay, or it's a lot of people's superannuation that they're buying these storage units for, so it's a big ticket item now. Yeah, so let's get into the numbers, because I think this is where it gets interesting. Um, we're going to talk about this morning, the capital growth side of things. Now I'm going to move this way a little bit, but that is, it's a little bit hard to make out there, but that is the numbers of how much people have made or not made, as you said. Um, and these are across three sites that, uh, Mark's been really heavily involved with selling. Um, and we've now retained some of the rental business, I believe. So it's Brook, it's Brookvale, Brookvale and Cromer. Um, three local um, storage facilities on the northern beaches and um, kindly uh, from the team we've got some data to show you. <laughs> tell me talk more. Talk us through it. All right, I'll talk you more. I'll tell you more. Um, so on the far right column, capital growth, that's what we really want to know about. Um, you can see there's some pretty astonishing numbers there. Um, across Across the three sites, from what I can see there, it's as it's as sort of as low as, as 34%, 33%, which is still pretty impressive. 
29% at the bottom there for uh, Chroma and um, getting as high as 75. So how does that work, Mark? That's almost, you know, approaching doubling their money over over the uh, period they've owned them in the near future, I reckon. We've lost Mark again. Um, but from what I can see here, and, and I've not actually um, leased or sold any of these units, but I, I know the sites um, and their locations, it seems to be that there's, there's quite a variety of people getting into these um, these storage units. Mark, tell us, why, why are they making such strong um, growth? Because they're not very old. You know what, it's an emerging market um, because I think COVID would have helped it a little bit. Um, I think people just love having that extra base um, that they can work from, get out of the house, and they can um, they can go to the storage unit, pick some stuff up, drop some stuff up, hang out a little bit maybe. Um, it's um, e-commerce. I think you know a lot of e-commerce businesses have been have exploded over the years. So they they don't quite need a big factory for their e-commerce business. They just need you know a couple of cubes um, to store their stock uh, yeah. within that. So. lost you for a sec these things are uh, anywhere from a garage yep so they're they're anywhere i guess if you can imagine a garage on ground floor that you know that's but there's like a hundred of them all together uh and then some of them are extra high as in five meters almost double the height of a garage. some of them are extra long double the mezzanine storage Very, just to give people a reference yeah. yeah so yeah some of these have got mezzanine storage some have got um the ability to pull a truck straight in where you know your, where your typical um, storage facility or garage can't um and that's quite appealing to some of these small commercial uh, business owners or landlords what percentage of these that you're selling so are going to an owner-occupier or investor? I would say it's really funny that they are both, which is very different to residential. Often when they sell, they people have an attitude that it's going to swing both ways, that they will use it at some time or another for themselves and they will rent it out at some time or another. So I would say which is very different to how people buy units or houses. It's going to do one thing for the rest of its life. That's it. Uh, but the, this tends to do both. Um, if I was strictly speaking, I'd say people buying with a blended approach, these these properties would be about 60%. You know, we're not sure if we're going to rent it or we're not sure if we're going to use it ourselves. I would yep. then say... Um, the remainder sort of 20% will be no, it's going to be investment. The remainder 20% would be oh, probably no, I'd say 50% would be blended. 25 25 would be investor only or using it only for themselves, owner occupied only. Yeah, good to know. So, um, yeah, as you say, that can be anyone from someone who just needs a bit of space at home, um, wants to keep them, wants to keep the boss happy, um, maybe just declutter a little bit to someone who has got some 
uh, you know, stock that they need to just move out of the, the house or, you know, the business or moving sites. So many different reasons. So before we get rid of this graph, I just want to say um, these we there's about four storage facilities that have that are for sale on the northern beaches or, or you know, have we've sold in, sold down, sold out in the northern beaches. Um, yep. These four, this is the people that have bought in there have then consequently some people have sold and then we've tracked all that data to show you the growth they've had. So the rents have been very good and the capital growth has been excellent. The capital growth has probably been consistent with units and houses as well. So uh, you would never really think uh, as a storage unit is making capital growth as in the value doubles or goes up, uh, but it's definitely done that and that is living proof of it. It's amazing. And I know, um, I know before we move on to the next one there, you know, all, all in all, it's, it's a great investment, but they're not small purchase prices, some of these, or, or, or selling prices, you know, we're talking up to a few hundred grand. It's a lot of money. We've sold a couple of, yeah, we've sold a couple for 500, 600,000. Um, car enthusiasts absolutely love them. Um, I've, I've sold one the other day to a, a lady where she's storing all of her books. Um, so they're yeah. moving from a house in St. Ives and they're going into a, an apartment. They want a place to store all their books. Um, a lot of people with superannuation. So having two or 300 grand in superannuation between you and your wife uh, or another family member is, is not unheard of. So people are buying these with their super and then they're renting them out tradies love these storage facilities because they can store the big dirty stuff um it actually keeps people in their homes for longer because often their homes get stressed because of storage um so when they can actually strip that away they can enjoy their home more or for longer if it, yeah really know, they, they can empty out empty out that third bedroom sort of thing yeah and and i think when you look at it on a wider um a wider geographic area much more than just sydney um it goes on to say that some of these sectors have been growing at 14 percent a year which is really really impressive um so you can see there from the top to the bottom adelaide sydney perth brisbane melbourne they've all done um some really strong numbers so revenue growth 12 uh, over the last 12 months to july um, of this year um, adelaide's leading it leading the race at 14%, Sydney's close behind at 12. Um, and this is what surprises me. Average fees per square meter in Sydney is $425. Yeah, so I guess to, to reference that for people, um, a double garage, uh, which is sort of about 15 plus 15, like 32 meters squared um, in Chroma, is probably the cheaper of the commercial areas in the northern beaches cheapest i'd say that's getting about 200 220 a week um you know a week so then you know the, the rate of return is pretty good it's pretty much about a five percent return if you're wondering which is similar to a two-bedroom unit or a one-bedroom unit or at all and it's actually probably a bit better than a house gets for rent so the actual that that return that you're getting on storage not bad at all that's um, it but i think the winner here for many people is that there's no or there's far less uh, tenant interaction, tenant maintenance, if you are renting them out, less headaches, 
that sometimes are put off for people, uh, particularly if they're buying it as just a, a straightforward investment. They don't want the headaches. It's almost like locking the money away in the bank. And you're not um, you're not uh, maintaining a human, as in you're just maintaining boxes in the property. Um, so it's a little bit easier to maintain with repairs, maintenance. You're not doing kitchens. You're not doing bathrooms. Um, it's just a big concrete box. So it doesn't need a lot of money invested in it, you know, for uh, rejuvenation over 10 or 15 years. Um, and not only that, it's an expensive thing to build. So um, the build cost um, is, is generally very, is, is surprisingly high for these guys. So I think that protects it a little bit for, you're not gonna see like an oversaturation of storage units in the market. We certainly haven't seen it in the last 10 years. Um, yeah. And that storage units today, Billy Bob, that storage unit, plenty, there's plenty to talk about. That's plenty to talk about. But yeah, if you're, if you're curious to buy, it's, you can't live in it, but you can um, you can certainly buy it to use it or or rent it out. Yeah, get in touch with the team because they're experts. That's it. And something that I get asked all the time: Can people run their business um, from it? You definitely can um, in terms of storage for your business. But I think setting a desk up and staying there ten hours a day, um, I don't hear of that much. Um, but I, I, you know, like it's. It's more for, you know, your e-commerce business and storing your stuff and collecting and dropping off 10, 20, 30 times a day. Another yep. thing that I love about them is they're open 24 hours a day. So um, a bit a bit different to, um, you know, like retail, for instance, but you can get in and out of here all day, all night to, um, to do stuff. It's well said. Good investment. There's the numbers for you. Get in touch. There it is. Love you. See you. Bye.